Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I am an addict. My clean date is January 27th, 2011. I'm coming to you from the Baltimore area in the Free State region, and my home group is surviving against all odds. June 24th, awareness through spiritual maintenance. Carrying the message brings us awareness of our gifts and limitations and guides us to change. Living Clean Chapter 1, Living Clean Opening Essay. The effort we put into our recovery working steps, studying traditions, living by spiritual principles, frees us up to be ourselves. We develop a connection with a higher power, come to understand more about what makes us tick, clean up wreckage, past and present, mend old relationships, and build new ones. Each element of this process expands our awareness. The message we carry is enriched by personal experience with the daily application of spiritual principles. Life can get really good often better than we'd ever imagined. We're free from active addiction and less consumed by self-centered fear. We might drop habits from our daily routine without paying an immediate price. We stop writing, reflecting, and meditating. We call our sponsor less often. All the external evidence indicates that we're okay. When anxiety bubbles up, we stuff it down with ice cream, hide it beneath new clothes, or flee from it on a fast motorcycle. Attending meetings regularly, even when we've slacked off on our other good habits, gives us the chance to correct course. We may notice our attempts to share feel stiff or detached. There may be some satisfaction in the nostalgia of sharing about our past, but the absence of connection to our current emotional or spiritual life reveals a bit of emptiness. We recognize the dangers of living an unexamined life. We may be in trouble, but seeing it coming is a good start. With this awareness, we can turn to the practices that feed our recovery. We take responsibility for the brewing storm in our brains or bellies and share our sense of disconnect. By attending meetings, we can take in some gentle cues about what's important. Awareness can bring us back from the edge if we let it. I will conduct the spiritual maintenance needed to bolster or maintain my recovery, always seeking to continue, improve, and practice with guidance from steps 10, 11, and 12. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is June 24th, and we're here with Barbar. What's happening, Barb? Hi, Douglas. Good to be here. I'm glad you made it. So, Barb, can you share your thoughts on awareness through spiritual maintenance? I like this. Uh, I like the first sentence where it says, um, working steps, studying traditions, living by spiritual principles frees us to be ourselves. I can be myself today. You know, you guys have taught me to be myself even in my imperfections and you've taught me how to make the inside match the outside, you know, and, and, um, that's pretty, that's pretty valuable. And, um, that's the language of the heart. And then I like this, um, 
it talks about the emptiness about food, you know, and what you always say, food, sex, money. It talks about that emptiness that that's that hole. I used to have my girlfriend used to always say that hole in your soul, you know, that boy, that's what I came in. And I didn't know what that was until I got into recovery. And, and even in recovery, if I don't do the work, that hole will come back a little bit. And lately for me, it's been, I eat very disciplined way, no flour, no sugar. And it's been nuts, you know, uh, you know, eating like a can of six ounces of nuts, you know, and that's all when I do any of that, that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to fill that hole. And it talks about awareness through spiritual maintenance. If I stay aware and talked about that too, I see that stuff and I realize, and then I get to make a choice. It's like, oh, you're eating these nuts to, to do, you know, to um, squash something down or to, but, you know, I can choose if I'm going to do that or if I'm not, but I need to be aware. You know, my first therapist, he's telling me, you can do anything you want to do, but call it what it is, you know, be aware. And that awareness, I'd say in the last few years, that awareness, um, I'm going to a sister fellowship. And I think that really has me plug into that awareness. And it's been like monumental to watch myself when I go through stuff, like when I'm, uh, when it gets rough or when I'm happy to just pay attention, like be the observer and pay attention to myself. And then I learn stuff about myself, you know, and I see stuff, you know, and it's pretty cool. So, um, and it says awareness can bring us back from the edge if we let it, you know, and it talked about the, uh, recognize the dangers of living an unexamined life. That's what recovery is all about. It's about living an exam, you know, examining me, not you, me, and to keep waking up to the stuff from my disease. And that's what I do. I spoke, um, Paul broke me into speaking in Pensacola Saturday. And I say that because, you know, this, this me, you know, the program is such a paradox. It's like such an honor to do that, but I hate doing it. But, but you guys have taught You're talking me about like that. serving from the podium. Like that's not something that you enjoy doing. Not really. Okay. <laughs> not, and just, and, and because of the commitment stuff, I do it. I believe, you know, I say, you never say no to your program. My girlfriend says, ah, oh, I can say no once in a while. And it's like, no, for me, I don't say no to my program. But after I spoke, um, it was so cool because, because I was aware all these women came up and surrounded me, you know, and were, and, and it, it could have been even overwhelming. And, and what it was is I thought back because I was aware, I thought back to that woman that came in that didn't like women. They had to be made to go to women's meeting and then to feel all these women and to feel it wasn't about ego. It was about what you guys always talk about, that connection. You know, they connected. You remember the first time you were sitting in a meeting and somebody laughed and you were saying something very serious and they laughed and you thought, well, what the fuck? How dare they laugh at me? But what they were doing was they were connecting. They, they could relate. And that's what this was. It was like all these women, a piece of my story. We were connected, you know, and because um, I think like you or Paul always says, you know, when we get honest, we're just waiting for somebody to get honest. And when somebody gets honest, we can all get honest, you know, and it was like, this is so powerful. My tribe, these women, you know, that I didn't like when I came in you know, and to have them surround me and to be so comfortable and to feel so connected and so accepted, you know, and that's what it's about, you know. What's well, such that's an attractive message that you carry too, Barb, like when you talk about, and I know you, all, you, 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 you mentioned, you say, like Jerry says, but now I, when I say it, I say, well, like Barb says, yeah. right? it's like, <laughs> how do you say, well, I work on me and you get better. You get better, yeah. That's such a, and, and, you know, and I think that really speaks to this awareness piece is, is because like you, you constantly are sharing about like, hey, here, some events are going on, but here's me. 
here's mm -hmm. my part, here's my actions, here, here's what I can do, you know, to navigate the process. And what that does is that eliminates that whole, you know, that whole shit storm. Some, sometimes we can go an event happens and then it's like, what did you do? What did, well, poor me because of this situation, you know, and all that's the, all that detour uh, of like us just spinning our wheels and, and it's, it's, it's tiring. It's really mm -hmm. what it is. It's like a spiritual tax when I'm looking at everybody else's part in, mm -hmm. in, in this, in this gift of my life. Yeah. yeah. And then, so yeah. when I can, I can look at myself, but boy, I want to ask you this, like getting clean. I did not, I did not feel, well, number one, I didn't know anything about my authentic self, period, mm -hmm. period, yeah. you know, yeah. muse from, from little stuff like, Hey, what music do you like? I have no fucking idea. You know, what, what's your favorite? For, I don't know more basically is what, is what, what it came down to in that one. But like, so, so when does that happen? Like how, how do we go from there to saying, hold on, I am worthy enough to be my authentic self. I am there. There's some value placed on me, you know, in, in, in things like that. What did that look like for you, Barb? Because now, and I, I want to set that backdrop because now when, when I, you know, I know you and when I hear you share, I see a person who says, hey, look, I am worthy of being my authentic self. Mm -hmm. It's the best vehicle I have to help people. And, and so here it is. Like, how do we go from saying I'm not worth a shit to, to saying, hey, you know what, there, there's value in being who I am? Just it's been gradual, you know, it's just by by not picking up, keep coming back. You know, I've done I've went to outside places. I've went to therapy. I've worked steps. You know, I just got done finishing. Zoe and I work in the uh, concepts. I just finished 12 on those, you know, and it's just by um, by just staying here and, and participating in the process and waking up to the stuff of my disease, you know, as it comes, you know, and, and um, it, it, it just gets better and better, you know, and, and being on the spiritual journey, realizing that I'm on a spiritual journey. I just went to a meeting and it was about judging. And I said, you know, when I judge, I, I talk about you guys always saying that the antidote, that, that addiction is isolation, isolation and the antidote is connection. And when I'm judging, I do, my disease does this shit to try to disconnect me, you know, and that's what when judging and when I'm disconnected, I'm dying, you know, so that helps me when I start judging to think, oh, don't want to go here, trying to separate you from the herd, you know, so, um. And that's what Paul, Paul just got done talking about. He, he, he was saying something like, uh, uh, what do you say for, for those of you listening, go to one of those meetings, yeah. you know, he said, yeah. Because yeah. whatever those meetings are, you know, the meeting, go, yeah. go to one of those. And, and, and that's been really cool, you know, kind of, um, an awareness that I've had on this spiritual journey that, that I can see is it for, for many, many seasons in my recovery, if, if I saw something different than you, mm -hmm. I felt this need to let you know, sometimes like not in a very tactful way. Other times, you know, I kind of dress it up to, to, to be some kind of tactful, but I always, I always felt like if I don't say, no, that's bullshit, then my commitment is diminished. Mm -hmm. And it's just so not true. Like I've come into that awareness of like, Hey, you may think, you know, what, 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 whatever it is, you may think I, I, I'll give this as an example, coming to meetings late. I got clean. The, the, the old timers were very strict about like, you don't go to meetings like period, you know, you get there, be, you know, and, and stuff. And, and, um, and for the longest time I would be, I would kind of sit back. And if I would see someone come into the meeting late in my mind, I would be like, you fuck, 
your time isn't more valuable than our, you know, where's, you know, this and this and this. And really the awakening of my spirit and my awareness is kind of like, Hey, my, if, if I'm okay with that person coming to a meeting late, if that's okay for them, it doesn't mean my commitment to staying clean is like diminished or changed, or I'm not staying true to what I believe. What it does is it says, Hey, you, you can live your life according to how you want to live yours and I can live mine. And, and my standards are me. Yeah. yeah for me only. Yeah. And that's wild. Isn't it Barb? Like I don't have to hold you to anything. You don't have to, and I don't have to live up to your expectation. You don't have to live up to mine and I can be, and I can be okay. And, and when I that- do all that, I'm trying to take the awareness off of me. And when I do any, when I'm judging you, when I'm, when I'm doing whatever I want, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not look at me. And that's where I need to, it's, it's hard. It's kind of like meditation where you sit and you concentrate on the breath and your mind, all these thoughts go and stuff, and you just don't attach to them, you know, and that's with the awareness too. It's like, okay, bring it back to me, get rid of this and stuff that wants to distract that, get rid of it, you know, and keep it on me. And it's like, it's like, it's, it's not magical. I hate to say magical because we don't get poofed in recovery, but it almost is magical, you know? It is. It's just, it's just this, some of these processes that I, that I participate in and that I invite HP in, it's all, it is almost, you know, it's, it's like almost magical. It's cool. You know, today, today I trust the process, you know. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.